Today, I'd like to speak about anger. Paul, in self-reflective years, following his persecution of the church, had this to say about himself. I had to do many things hostile in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And as I punished them, that is, the Christians, often in all the synagogues, I tried to force them to blaspheme. And being furiously enraged at them, I kept pursuing them, even to foreign cities. Anger is an effective drug. Uncontrolled negative emotion creates a massive surge of energy. And the one addicted to anger is consumed by its power. He or she feels no pain as they press deeper and deeper into their false reality. With a dark sense of fulfillment, they mask the guilt with the pleasure derived from their unrestrained expression of anger. They are dimly aware of the havoc their rage causes, but easily justify themselves. I'm doing the right thing. They are wrong and deserve this treatment. I am called by God to punish the wicked. That's exactly how Paul felt. Rage is destructive, but the rageaholic can't help himself, especially when he claims divine authority. He is driven by a force greater than himself to coerce others by the strength of his own personality. Nothing can stop him. Nothing that is except the Lord. Paul, at the height of his fury, met Christ, and from that point on, everything changed. He was driven by self-righteous anger and described in Luke's account of the early church as being furiously enraged. For Paul, it took an extraordinary counter with Jesus Christ before he could see himself for what he was, out of control. Remarkably, God did not perform a spiritual lobotomy to cut out the passion center of Paul's brain. Rather, he miraculously redeemed it. The amazing reality is that Paul had the same personality before and after his encounter with Jesus. There was a difference, of course. Paul's driven and forceful persona came under the control of the Holy Spirit, and his passion was redirected toward the way and purpose of Christ. This man was destined to become the inspirational powerhouse of the early church and the motivating force for the expansion of the kingdom of God into regions untouched by the gospel. This was no job for a milk toast. God needed a real man, a real person, a dynamo. Paul was just that man. I too must learn to relinquish control of my negative emotions to him who is able to redeem my passion and make me wholly zealous about his cause alone. I need not apologize for the force of my emotions, but I must earnestly seek Christ's grace to display them in a godly way. I pray that I can become fully redeemed and forceful as a man of God, fully engaged and forceful in the advancement of the kingdom of God on earth. I like what it says in Matthew eleven twelve. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful people lay hold of it.